A.K.A. Responsible, proper, social distance, shit-talking from spare bedrooms across exurban Atlanta. Welcome to the Godless Heathens Podcast, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Don. I'm Jeff. And I'm Jerry. This is a podcast by atheists that talks about a lot of things, not just atheism. We will challenge your assumptions and ours, too. Definitely not here to preach to the atheist choir, but to critique, ridicule, and poke fun at anyone, especially ourselves. So join us as we examine the crossroads of politics and religion from the secular perspective. And remember, don't believe everything you hear in this podcast or anywhere else for that matter until you've independently verified it for yourself. In other words, duck, duck, go that shit. Episode 87. And I got nothing for 87 except for it comes directly after 86. And if you didn't listen to episode 86, do yourself a favor and go do it because we had an excellent guest join us. And thank you to professor and podcaster Bradley Onishi for joining us for our said episode 86. Uh, it's good discussion. He's a great guy. Um, and a shout out to his podcast, their podcast, Straight White American Jesus. You should listen to it in the same podcast you're listening to us in. And give him five stars right after you give us five stars. So I got that out of the way fast. <laughs> there you go. This episode we're going to talk about there is another prayer bill being discussed here in our blue state of Georgia. And my favorite atheist group is sucking up to white Christian nationalist fascists at CPAC this weekend. So for that, I'm going to need a, a drink. And uh, my drink of choice, this was, uh, uh, Jerry reminded me of this one when he was at this place. This is from Orpheus Brewing. They were kind of off my radar for a while. And this put it back on. It's, it's trans... Migration of Souls, which is hmm. a double IPA rated at 10.0. And do you guys know what transmigration of souls is? No. I mean, there's different meanings you can take to it, but the main meaning is, is like reincarnation. So ah. like life coming back as something else. So I don't know if they're talking about like hops coming back as, uh, as something else. That's how I'm going to view it. There you go. What are you drinking, Jerry? Uh, I'm drinking a jumbo juice from Eastern Market Brewing Company in Detroit. Brewed and canned in collaboration with Ferndale Project from fashionable Ferndale, Michigan. It is a double New England IPA with oats. It is a 9%. It is delicious. If you're ever up in the D, you should hit up the Eastern Market Brewing Company because they're pretty fantastic. Now, you were just up there recently. Did you hit a bunch of places up while you were there and bring a bunch of stuff back? Well, I did not, which is a missed opportunity. A sad tale, but things were way more locked down there. Okay. The day after I left, they were just opening restaurants to 25% capacity. So pretty much everything was closed. Well, you can't have outside dining at that time of year. A few places they had igloos, but not many. Real ones? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Made out um, of snow. They had snow up there, too. It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty cold. But not terrible. But it was illuminating in a northern city in the winter in a pandemic. It's different from yeah. lockdown down yeah. here. Yeah, it is. So you're saying you didn't go on hour-long dog walks while you were in Michigan? I didn't. 
<laughs> I, 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 I didn't. I actually did get her and made the mistake one day. It's like, oh, I'll take her to the park. You know, she'll have all kinds of space to run around. That's a great idea. And that is a stupid idea because there's nothing to block the wind. <laughs> it was cutting straight through me. And she's like enjoying herself, and I'm like, we are getting the hell out of here. This <laughs> yeah. sucks. And I know you like a, a good long dog walk because we talked about a podcast one time. And you're like, that's a good dog walk podcast. That's I'm right. Like, Shit, that thing's like an hour and a half long. That's why I, 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 I judge it. Oh, that's a that's a quality dog walk podcast. Actually, I listen to ours on the dog walks. It does make me feel kind of stupid to say, hey, it's really tougher to be in a, a pandemic up in the north because you would think that's obvious, but and it is obvious. And then when you get there, the obviousness kind of hits you a yeah. little harder because it's like, oh, so this is actually what it is like. Not just like, oh, yeah, it's got to suck. Like, yeah, nah, it traps you much harder yep. than yep. down here. I can see why, you know, and when the state really shuts down and it hurts businesses, it cuts public opinion in half, too. And it's yet another thing to argue about with no good outcome. It's just another reason for people to scream at each other. Yep. Yep. Oh, or sorry, Don, what are you drinking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually having a beer. What? Before you went to Michigan, we had a little driveway get-together, and I brought some beer over to Jeff and left it. You still got that beer, Jeff? I am leaving it here for you. There you go. All right. Well, I got some more. Uh, so I got a couple long days in here from Red Hair Brewery. You know that's his way of saying that he doesn't drink that shit. No. I, you I'm know, saving I... it for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one beer I can drink around y'all that y'all won't just completely ridicule me. No, yeah, no, I was tempted. It's it's not a bad lager. It's a wimpy little five point, you know, point five point oh, I think it is five point oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, not bad. So we got another crazy prayer in school bill here in Georgia that is being proposed, but this one is from Georgia State Representative Sharon Henderson a Democrat who was just elected in November. It says somebody on the home team that, that's pulling this shit, which is extremely upsetting. But it goes even further. A lot of schools try to, we've talked about what happened in Kentucky and a lot of other places, a lot of schools try to get God into the, into the school. This is just so blatant. I personally don't think it's got a, a chance. Why, but why not? Let me read it to you. It is fairly quick. This is some sort of subsection starts D. All right. And each school day during the period in which students are afforded the opportunity to recite the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America, as provided for in paragraph blah, blah, blah. But you got to be specific about that. Like, is there another flag that, be, that we would? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Just in case, you know, somebody wanted to pledge allegiance to the, you know, Z the flag of Zimbabwe or something. The Christian flag. We have mm -hmm. to be specific. A well, dotard flag. A thin blue line flag. <laughs> hey, I think I'm joking. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so right in paragraph, blah, blah, blah. A student may invite those who elect to participate to stand, and the student may lead the group in the following prayer. Wait, wait. So the ones that are sitting then are non-believers. It, it goes on later to, to describe, but it's it's done before the Pledge of Allegiance. So it's, it's a scheduled time for it to happen. So is it the warm-up act for the Pledge of Allegiance, or is it... it you know, comes yeah. out, says a couple jokes, does, does a little insult comedy, gets the crowd a little, you know, loosened up a little bit. That kind of stuff. That is the time when they have designated for this to to happen. Because it has to be student-led, but a student can't just stand up in the middle of the exam and go, all right, everybody, let's bow our head. You know, 
So it has to be, I guess, designated a specific time for the student to then have the ability to do this. It makes no sense. But anyway, we're bearing the lead. You missed the, the, the last part of that. They may lead the group in the following prayer, not a prayer or a prayer of their choosing. Well, but it says but may. The may. Following they may prayer, lead. They may not. Lead, well, I guess so. But it, it, it has a specific prayer that has been written for the student to, to recite. Oh, please recite it for us. <laughs> Do we have to bow our heads? My hands are in prayer repose. <laughs> can, can, can somebody give me just a little... Um, uh, um. Right. Okay. We pray for all students, teachers and staff who work here. We give you all the children who study here. And you is capitalized. We pray our school will be a safe place to learn great skills and talent. We may be in a place where we love to learn and a place where we learn to love. A place where everyone is respected and all are deeply valued. Except those who are sitting down. Yeah. Yeah. The prayer continues. Jeff, don't ever interrupt somebody. In the <laughs> really? What the hell is wrong with you, man? <laughs> Going to hell. Fucking Protestants. That's A place where everyone is respected and all are deeply valued. Bless us to maintain good health and protect us from evil. We ask these blessings through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you took out the blatant references to religion yeah. and Christianity, yeah. a lot of stuff that you were saying, I was like, okay, okay I'm yeah. good with that. No, yeah, I'm, that's I'm, cool. I'm good with all that. You know what? Mm-hmm. Learn, live, learn to... But they, ha- but but they have to associate to all and... those things that have nothing to do with their deity to their deity. Right. But if you took that out and you said, love to learn and learn to love, all those things are great. And then I was thinking... If you took that out, would you be considered like North Korean or Soviet style forced incantation? Everything about that that's good, that, that that's not religion in there, it's all secular stuff. It's good stuff. Oh, you know, no, but there's here's here's the trip up though, is on uh, line thirty-one, a place okay. where everyone is respected and all are deeply valued. Good. That's good, right? You got a problem with that? There is absolutely <laughs> nothing wrong with th- that series of words. Except then, line 33, we ask yeah. these blessings through Jesus Christ our Lord. Yeah. It should not be a Christian prayer if all are to be valued because you have Muslims, you have Jewish people, you have non believers, you probably have Buddhists. All so, stripes. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, so you just ripped that thing apart when you said through Jesus yeah. Christ our Lord. Yep. Yeah. I like how Amen is on its own line 34. But let me let me just finish this real quick. At the very bottom, it just says students may elect not to participate and right. remain seated. Can't just wander around the room while the rest of the kids are praying. Students who elect to participate may stand for the prayer and remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance, which will follow the prayer. So it's it's directly before the Pledge of Allegiance. And the good kids are pretty much already standing. It's the bad kids that have to stand up right, for the second yeah. half. So, again, you're separating. You're giving exactly. a, a divisive kind of message there is about, you know, you guys seated there. It's no different than when they show up at the schools and pass out Bibles and they go, all right, who wants a Bible can have one. And if you don't go and get one, right, yeah. then, then you're the other. All this is the obvious part. Yeah. The other part, a couple of them, is first... You actually said it ha- it doesn't have a chance. In the state of Georgia, in our General general Assembly, it will probably pass. So why doesn't it have a chance? But I think FFRF or American Atheist or somebody's going to come along and file a lawsuit against this. Okay. It'll, it'll die in court. Okay, that is hope. 
Okay. And to quote a really excellent podcast I listen to on my dog walks, Hope Kills. (laughs) But it is cavalier these days to dismiss things like that because of the historical track record. They just spent four years remaking the judiciary. And you are going to get more popular support. Maybe not more, but more fervent. I doubt more people will actually be in favor of it, but I think the people who are in favor of it, it's like, we have to get this done. And the other part of this is they'll never stop trying. They will never, ever quit. They're not going to stop trying. And eventually... They're gonna break through. Let me let me toss something out here because this is this is where I kind of thought you know because initially we thought oh this is really strange for a Democrat to be proposing this right I just assumed it was a Republican but here's here's where I'm going with this though is is when we saw the inauguration and how much religion was put into that so we have a new uh, Democrat president who has given. The religious left, a newfound power. Oh, my God. We have another enemy now within ourselves? That kind of is opening the door to say, well, you know, this might be something that we're going to push back against the ultra-conservative religious right. So we're religious, too. We're just the right kind of religious people. Well, that's what every religious person thinks, isn't it, though? That they're True. the right kind of religious person? True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the other ones are the heathens. The, the godless heathens. <laughs> The heretics. I was lucky enough to be born into the correct religion. Right. I, you know, just, it just worked out that way. But anyway, that's what I'm, I'm kind of wondering if part of this is because there's been some permission given to ramp up the, the left side of... Or, or what if they're just Democrats that really believe in God and think that, that prayer... Like, there's no separation between their politics and secular government. Just because they're a Democrat, and by the way, this week has made that crystal clear... That just because you're a Democrat doesn't mean everybody is on the same page when it comes to actually governing. Because it's two Democrats that have the power and at this time appear to be derailing a couple of different big time efforts. You know, I'm surprised, Jeff, you haven't mentioned this yet, but you I'm sure it's on the tip of your tongue. This prayer bill is coming in the same session as a bunch of voting restriction bills. And they're happening all over the nation. Yep. They're going to do everything they can to stop Democrats from winning elections, particularly down here. And if they were able to pass a federal election bill, all that would be moot. But it's Democrats that are preventing us from doing it. Mm-hmm. And that is what what is what's the, the gift that uh, the name of the gift word that you put in the signal group where the guy the guy's boxing and he oh. misses and he punches himself in the jaw cell phone that's that cell phone you, you know what do you need republicans to we don't need obstructionist republicans we have enough no, obstructionist we're democrats our, standing DIY, in our way baby DIY obstructionism get you in line to behind, do it. behind Joe Manchin <laughs> we'll do it and and Kirsten Cinema yeah both of them mm-hmm. i mean and hers is even worse because they basically guarantee that nothing's going to get done. It's unbelievable. Now, is she the one from Arizona? Is that where she's mm-hmm. from? Yeah. So yep. yeah, in both of those states, you know, they're walking that fine line because they're very conser- conservative states. As, as a, you know, well, Arizona's kind of f- starting to turn yeah. blue. They voted Arizona's for- as blue as Georgia is. 
Mm, it's getting yeah. there. It's getting uh, right, right, right. Biden won. Right. got two Democratic senators. Same as us. A right-wing government and a crazy GOP. Two peas in a pod, unfortunately. Yeah, but it's still the, the, the home of Barry Goldwater. So I think there's still a lot of conservative people there and, and John McCain and all that. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like where we are is like we're right on that line where things could move back and forth. And that's what kind of scares me, you know, like with is it 20? Yeah, 2022. We're up for midterm election on. Uh, well, and Purdue bowed out, right? Warnock is up. Uh, Ossoff is, yeah. is, is good. Right. There was a special election for for uh, yeah. Warnock. That's why we had both of our senators up this year. Right. And yeah, yeah, he has to run again in two years. And David Perdue did come out and say that he will not be running uh, to to recapture that seat in two years. But you got Loeffler, you know, that's toying with it, and probably Doug Collins. Doug I don't Collins. know. But yeah. but anyway, what I'm saying is is we're on that razor edge, and you know we can't take that for granted that Georgia is blue, especially when we're talking about all these moves in the Georgia legislature to undo a lot of these, um, you know, voter laws. All the work that Stacey Abrams has done right, for the last yeah. four years. And, so nothing, gonna... and nothing's going to stop them. There's, there's, no, there's, no way, there's no way to stop them. Right. Unless if you're putting your faith in our governor, good luck. Oh, no. no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are our own worst enemy. Mm-hmm. It, it's bad because, well, you know what? There's all, there's all kinds of reasons that yeah. um, it's bad. I don't want it to be at the dump on Democrats hour. No. <laughs> No, but we need to get our shit together, man. But yeah, this is kind of, this is bizarre. This is a bizarre thing to want to stick in. I mean, is it going anywhere? I don't know if this bill has uh, made any progress or... It's still too early, yeah. but the fact that it's that it's there yeah. and it's bipartisan. Yeah. 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 It's bipartisan. Even if this was something that was put forth by a Republican, I still think it would pass just because of the legislature that we have here in Georgia. But... The fact that it was a Democrat that that's served up this softball, yeah, the problems gonna be all over this. Well, yeah, but but the point that you know she uh, very clearly said this is a student-led. That's kind of the uh, the wiggle room there, I think, as far as he wank motion, wank motion. What he's making a masturbation motion because you're right because what you're saying is <laughs> <laughs> student-led. They're gonna look for legal language. They're gonna look for ways. Yep. To get around the last court case so you can do another court case. And eventually, they're going to find their way in. The teacher can't lead the prayer. That's the way the law is written. I, I don't know. I if know. A, and that... If there is prayer at a, at a public school, it is student-led, student-originated, impromptu. It's it's not the, the, the staff, not the staff, what is it, the... the administration has set up a designated time for the students to have an impromptu prayer. No, that's not the way it works. Spontaneity has its time and its place. (laughs) (laughs) And it's directly before the Pledge of Allegiance, apparently. (laughs) In homeroom. Teachers, slot out five minutes of your lesson plan. Yep. Like I said, I absolutely believe that it's going to pass. It's got to come under some sort of screening. This this can't stand as, as law. As a, as yeah, a new, it can. It, it can. Well, yeah, yeah, we could, we, yeah, can. we could go down that road, but I'm, yeah, and, it's, but I mean, and 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 that's the, but it would break all precedent. What I mean, we're not legal scholars here, but that, that's what, what do you, I mean? They've stacked the courts enough that they have it gets power. in front of the right judge. Look, which which is why have, we have to be diligent on all this stuff. Absolutely, it's just a manger scene in a menorah in front of City Hall. 
get over yourself. No, no, you, you have to be vigilant on everything like that, or else they use that as precedent to take it one step further. Absolutely. But I, I think that's why she intentionally said it was student-led, because that's kind of the uh, the loophole. Is the country so divided that she's just a master of subterfuge and she's throwing at them exactly what they think? So they go, no, no, fuck that. That's democratic. No, that's socialism. And, then, you know, God is socialist. And then get, get them off their game. Hmm? Swing and a miss. That'd be your wet dream. That would actually be a pretty satisfying outcome. Yeah. The, and the you, entire and, and, Rub- right. Republican Georgia General Assembly votes down God. Ooh. Since <laughs> there aren't any in, in this hell world of 2021 just an extension of 2020 hey remember remember how cool it was going to be when uh biden was president and dotard was gone like things would be so much better yeah it is better oh. it is better you have to admit it's it's not it's um, not perfect you know, you're not I multifold better but i know we've said it on the show before it's not perfect it's better it's, but it's nowhere it's, near perfect. It's a step step up what's better jeff that trump isn't in charge. Yeah, there's a, there's not a white nationalist fascist in the in the White House. That's a uh, it's a low bar, I know, but it's, it's a, that, well, but it's a it's not a benefit. It's just retracting a negative. It's addition by subtraction. I'll, yes, I'll take Indeed. it though. I will. Okay, mm-hmm. take it. What else? What's addition <laughs> by addition? Control of the Senate. Bah. Yeah, we already yeah. discussed that. Ha ha. Good yeah. one. Well, on paper. <laughs> right. And, and, yeah. Okay, that's Looking at this miss. Sunday's matchup on paper. <laughs> swing, <right. laughs> swing and a miss. Yeah, exactly. That's why they play the games. So I'll get I'll give you one then, Jeff. Okay. A competent, thoughtful approach to the virus. Yes. That is definitely yes. a, a win. A light at the end of the tunnel for the three of us being vaccined. Uh, for sure. Yeah. Because that's that's what matters to us the most is when we get <laughs> vaccinated. Oh, that should matter the most to everybody. Really. Not when we get vaccinated, but when they get vaccinated, of course. While we were recording, there was a AP update that President Biden orders airstrike oh, against no. Iran-backed militia following rocket attacks against U.S. forces in Iraq. Jeez. Oh, and right on top of this, this tweet... The Senate parliamentarian has ruled that the $15 minimum wage increase cannot be included in the Democratic stimulus package. So, swing and a miss number two. Mm. So, we really don't have control of the Senate. And no. one of the things that was may have actually had a shred of hope in, you know, for progressives would be people getting paid a better wage. Not going to happen because we're going to stick with the filibuster. Did you see where the, as either representative or senator from Arkansas proposed a $10 minimum wage? Yeah, that was uh, Tom Cotton. You know what the minimum wage in Arkansas is? I don't. Probably $3. $11. Oh. He proposed a national minimum wage $1 below what his, uh, his state already offers. Yeah, I know where we can put his cotton. <laughs> okay. I actually kind of appreciate that. I actually think that's good because I actually am concerned that Republicans are going to be better politicians and get behind things like raising the minimum wage and legal weed and things that that Democrats are should allegedly be for, but like never do anything about. Like if they got they could actually be smart and occasionally they'll do rumblings of it like this. But then He's such a moron, he can't even do that right. I mean, you're going to run for president because you proposed a national 
minimum wage below the state that you're from, <laughs> which is not an expensive state to begin with? No. He went to Harvard. It takes a Harvard brain to come up with that. S- say that a lot, you know, that they went to Harvard or they went here. That and doesn't mean shit, no. You know what? It, it means less and less. Yeah. Your favorite White House press secretary graduated from Harvard. Wait, which, which one's that? Kaylee <laughs> McEnany. Okay. Any of them un- under Trump. By the way, this may be our last podcast. <laughs> what? Because on... Uh, Hold on. You're breaking news? <laughs> I'm not breaking news because we got to really pay attention to, to the news. But we're taping this one week before the military takes over and puts Dotard back oh, into yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to be the 19th president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there hasn't been a United States since Ulysses S. Grant. I keep up with the queue. I'm all over the queue, man. Man. We say that and we're getting a good Pod Save America chuckle at current events. And when the dead carcass of this society is unearthed, some kid in the black charcoal landscape is walking through one of our neighborhoods and comes across a, a device that works. And the only thing that they can get to play is this episode of The Godless Heathens. <laughs> and all they're going to remember is how we laughed before Q took over and the world as we know ended. Daddy, what does dotard mean? <laughs> <laughs> it must not have been somebody smart because that's not how you pronounce it, son. <laughs> it's daughtered. It will forever be dotard. I'm sorry. It's just a word that when I look at it, that's how I that's yeah. how I say it in my head. Dotard liver die, baby. And <laughs> okay, I want to switch gears. All right. To utility bills. Uh oh. Texas utility bills? Yep. All right. I don't think we need to give a rundown of what happened in Texas. I think we, everybody well, knows what happened. But okay, so Jerry, you had a you had kind of a winter storm kind of thing in Michigan. Was no, he power? just had a normal day in Michigan. Well, I was going to say, was the power out? <laughs> was the water out? You know, any of that kind of stuff? Could you run a bath and it not turn into an ice cube? Yes, you, you would run a bath. You could drive. Yep. You didn't have to go in your car and risk carbon monoxide poisoning to stay warm. You didn't have to poop in the backyard with your dog. I mean, I always could, but, you know. <laughs> I know there was beer at the brewery. Was there food at the grocery stores? There was food, actual food. Hmm. And I felt like I brought a lot of it home with me in the car. I was up there two years ago when they had the unseasonably cold week where it was like 25 below. And in Wisconsin, it was like 35 and 40 below. And And it wasn't wind chill. I got stuck there because they canceled flights. It was too cold. I remember right. that. You got stuck up there a couple days. I got yep. stuck up there. Yep. The only thing that was actually kind of scary is they had a fire at some utility substation mm. unrelated to the cold, mm. and they sent out like Amber Alert notices for people to turn down their thermostats to 62 because the danger was if – too many people use too much, it could overload the system and it could crash. Oh. And everybody would be without. Everybody at 62 is better than everybody at, yeah, at yeah. zero. At 32. <laughs> right. Or worse. That was a little unnerving. But if you had a supplemental oxygen tank or some type of medical device at home yeah. that relied on power, you actually had power. That didn't happen here. And now there are people that are getting stuck with four and five figure utility bills and are going to have to pay them 
and they are they are talking like 10-year installment plans like a mortgage for one month of wow. of utilities wow that's fucking insane somebody i saw pass or was trying to uh pass something saying that they would not be able to turn people's utilities off for non-payment right from this month great you know what meter's still running okay you know we can't turn it off but you're going to continue to pay us well i mean that doesn't if they can't turn it off for non-payment then for a short period of time that's not forever and i noticed kind of a borderline kind of nasty thought process to the people who are stuck. And by the way, they are stuck because it was a rigged system designed to make money for the people who are making money now and basically soak people with no upper limit, sold under this flag of deregulation and private markets Uber Alice. And Joe Schmedlap is stuck. And I noticed it, that kind of nasty subtext, because like a lot of things, I did it. So as I chide you, Jeff, I'm chided myself first because I noticed the same vibe. I use the same vibe on other people like, well, shouldn't have voted for that asshole then. You know what? You get what you deserved. You shouldn't have voted for Ted Cruz and Greg Abbott and Mm -hmm. a slate of red Republicans. There's truth to it, but they can and will say the exact same thing about Georgia. This could sound arrogant. But there are people doing blue podcasts in Texas who don't buy any of the stuff that gets fed to them on a state level. And everybody from out of state is mocking them because their leadership sucks so bad. And I know I've done it. We all do it. You know what? You know what? You're getting what you deserve, dumbass. In some ways, it is kind of true. Yep. But you get that from people up north about the south all the time. And this system... That system especially is designed to soak people and to make rich people already richer. So when push comes to shove, kind of instead of chiding the people that got stuck with that or may have even voted for it, the support should be making sure that that system is burned to the fucking ground and that they don't have to pay these ridiculous, Ridiculous bills to make people like Jerry Jones richer. Yeah. During regular months, it fluctuates a little bit here and there. And, and that market-based, whatever, that's fine. But when you have a you just a crash of the system like this, it's like the stock market crashing or something. But it's not just the crash. The people that where it didn't crash have to pay obscenely more. Yeah, the ones where the power went out, they're fine. Right. Their meters were running, the others were not. So those are the ones that have to bear the burden of, of you know, the total utility cost. They should enact something where the, there's a relief for those people. But seriously, who's going to do that? The federal. You think, you think Texas is going to do that? Could the federal do it? No. Right. Could the federal government step in and say, no, those people don't have to pay those bills? Let me contradict myself then. Okay. Because... Now that there's a Democrat in power, yeah, fuck that. That we're bailing out Texas. No, for not, their, not by, right, not by the, this. Not by the federal government showing up with a check to pay for everybody's. You tell those, uh, those those utility companies go fuck yourself. You're not making that kind of money on, on these people. They got Here's what you're doing. You're charging yeah. those people the average of what they paid for the last ten years for or that property. Or, or, or else that what? Or, or else what? We'll regulate the shit out of you. Or do whatever. 
No, they, they're not no, going to no. do that. They're they not going to no do power. that in Texas. From a federal they have no side? power. No, they have no power for that. Texas is on their own. They created their own little grid. That's that's what caused this. Is they went off the East Coast and the West Coast. I know grid. they're on their own power wise. I'm, I'm talking right. about the just judiciary, the the federal government stepping in and saying no. First of all, it doesn't violate a federal law. Right. And I don't think the Energy Department has any jurisdiction over bills. I don't favor it. I chafe at the idea of a federal bailout. But if I'm one of those people that has a $16,000 right. utility yeah. bill, the federal government stepping in is, religious term, a godsend. But well, they remember that this was a, a Democratic of administration so, that so, did but does this. It, but does it matter? Well, it does. It's like, so if they're going to then turn around and vote Ted Cruz back into office, yeah, it does matter. That's actually a dotard thing. Yeah, we'll help you out. You know who to vote for in the next election, right? Yeah. But Ted Cruz is one of them that's asking for a federal bailout. Of course he is. Yeah. yeah. Of course he is. And by the way, when you do that, you let your state cronies off the hook. Yeah. Right. You let Greg Abbott and everybody that designed that dysfunctional crooked system off the hook and you go to uncle joe and say hey you know i thought you're for the people help Break us out you know you know what you could do in texas you could have a property tax you could actually raise taxes on the rich people mm-hmm. to make sure that the regular joes or the people who were that's a black mirror episode yeah the power goes out everywhere and you seven people in the subdivision you have power, so you're not freezing. The pipes aren't bursting in your apartment building, et cetera, et cetera. And then you get the bill, and it's $27,000, and you're on the hook for it. How hmm. fucked up of a scenario is that where you actually would have to worry about being bankrupted or have to go on a mortgage right. to pay one utility bill? How many people, if if there's no relief, if it's just, oh, you got a $17,000 power bill for February, suck it up, buttercup. If that's the case, how many people, what percentage of the people in Texas are going to file bankruptcy in the next year? People's power bills went up 700% as far as like an hourly rate or a British thermal unit or whatever the fuck they use to measure it with. It went up at rates of 700 and something percent. They didn't contact anybody and say, oh, hey, by the way, if you keep that going, you're going to get a you know crazy bill. It's just, here's your bill at the end of the month. Just like in Goodfellas, yeah. fuck you, pay me. Nobody called me when, when we hit 1000 It must have been in the fine print when they signed up for the, you know, whoever right. uh, company yeah. they wanted to go with. Right. So do you read that shit? No, of course not. Nobody it, does. Right. Yeah. No, not only do you not read it, what's your option? Create your own grid. Exactly. Exactly. Right. <laughs> the fact that there is a place here where there is no ceiling on your utility bill, the value of the gas and the the power all of a sudden is based on some some metric that is in insane and you have no idea. Should we not feel sorry for the people who are suffering under that? Even if they voted for it, Jeff, should we just have a little more grace for these folks? Grace. I'm half serious. Grace. In hindsight, if I would have known that was like a potential, I was going to get a $17,000 bill, I would have like 
pulled down my breaker box. Just disconnected. And it's like, so I'm not going to have any power coming in. If I'm going to get charged for everybody else in Texas's bills, I'm off the grid. I thought you were going to go in another direction on that totally. No. Than, than oh, well. that. The fact that you, that you have to think about basically decoupling your house from the power grid so you don't get soaked well is some medieval ass shit i mean seriously it that's is like serfs and lords it is but i mean that's the system that they have there apparently that's why these people are living under a system that is usurious hard for me to say that word and it feels fucking criminal and yeah. they and those people should be supported and a lot of times the first thing people think of, particularly blue people, hey, dumb fucks should have voted somebody else in. Yep. Zero sympathy yeah. for people swept up in the maelstrom and less sympathy for the dumbasses who thought it was a good idea. Okay. I've heard that this winter storm is going to be more expensive than the hurricane that hit Houston when it's all said and done. Why? Well, that was my question. Well, who, you know, according to what and who's paying it? Well, maybe because it's statewide, but what's the damage? Like the, just like frozen pipes and stuff? Probably, and, yeah. As far as property know, damage, I guess. Insurance and, claims. And, and maybe uh, upgrading the infrastructure and the grid. Which they should have done 11 years ago. The problem is, uh, and I forget where I heard this at, but the whole Texas grid is built for providing air conditioning in the summertime. Not for providing heat in the wintertime. It's it's not insulated. Because they, yeah, because they haven't adjusted you know, for climate yeah. change, basically. Ah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew he was going to go there. Because that's the, that's the other thing that people on our side jump all over. Like, oh, yeah, dumbass. Now you think climate change is real? There's always, there's always a dunk. And by the way, these are dunks that I've done. I'm not above this. These are tweets that you have sent. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. And probably more recent than I would have liked. Yes. Or, or even if it wasn't a tweet, a thought mm-hmm. or a thought and a statement. I feel that's something I need to stop. Welcome to Self-Reflection with Jerry. <laughs> but there's a separation there. It's like from the masses that live in Texas. That's one level. But the politicians that are in charge that should know better. In other words, 11 years ago when they did have a cold snap there and they were told that you need to winterize your grid. You know, because somebody said that North Dakota, the windmills, they Mm -hmm. winterize them. They work fine. They're they're spinning in 25 below. Yeah. Jeff, you live in a state where the governor had a rain prayer. I, I know. I know. During a drought. Yeah. And it wasn't that long ago. Well, North Dakota's not that much better, but... Like everything that you're criticizing them for, we have here. Mm-hmm. Well, no, uh, yeah. You're talking about the former director of the Department of Energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think somewhere around ninth to 11th place finisher on Dancing with the Stars. So. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, is there's a separation with the politicians that feed them this line of bullshit. Plus, also, it, it all goes back to the news feed that these guys buy into. Because as, as you saw, that Governor Abbott, Cruz, and all these people have been on Fox blaming the Green New Deal and all this. So, so they're not going to get out of this hole with that kind of a spin. If conservative voters in Texas are only listening to those news sources, they're not going to dig out of this hole. Hey, Jeff, I'll tell you a little secret. <laughs> Just between me and you. <laughs> Nobody else. 
Okay. Nope. Just the, actually, the th- we'll, we'll let Don in on it too. Hey. But them listening to just conservative voices and their own little media bubble on Facebook is fucking everywhere. No. They live in their own reality, mm-hmm. which is why when you looked in the Twitter feed and you would see Ted Cruz or Greg Abbott actually sounding halfway normal, and then they would go on Fox and they would say it's a socialist plot from AOC to take people's F-350s away from them. They get lies. In this case, blatant, not a, not a falsehood, not a little fib. An out-and-out lie. Yeah. Not what they usually do, mm-hmm. which is have enough truth, just a grain of truth, like one thread, then take that one fact off into Never Never Land. There's mm-hmm. always a basis for fact. Not always. Most of the time, a basis in fact of what they say. And now it's open season, man. They say whatever the hell they want because they're not going to be challenged. No. And they, not only that, they will be applauded for it. They go on the Sunday shows and they're not challenged and they just lie. <laughs> Oh man, that's a whole that's a whole other topic there. You want to hit all the hot buttons? Oh yeah, good job. All right. Well, we do need to talk about CPAC, or we do need to redo the opening. So speaking of hot <laughs> buttons, <laughs> as long as we fix the uh, the Texas utility thing, we fixed it. So oh yeah, we we definitely yeah. pounded yeah. that thing out. You're gonna be more gracious to people that are suffering in states that have. Shitty governments like well, ours. Okay, yeah. So I mean, I have a niece and husband, and and you have a husband. Her husband. So what is that? My my. You do drive a blue Subaru. Well, specify. I mean, you were a little vague there. Well, so what's what's the relation? Is like my niece's husband is what to me? Your niece's husband. <laughs> so is this family feud? I think Dad would be the number one answer <laughs> to that question. Wait, what? <laughs> Never mind. So anyway, they, they live in Austin, and, and they were one of the fortunate, one, fortunate ones where their power did go off, so they weren't on the hook for the $17,000. Time out. They were lucky because they almost froze to death. <laughs> Whew, thank goodness. All right. They got no. to burn their furniture to stay alive. No, they were the lucky no. ones. Okay, but, but know this. They moved there from Nevada. Okay. So they, they knew about warmth. They knew yep. about, you know, like clothing articles. Yeah. They knew about nano puff technology. Oh, really? Did they? Well, that makes... <laughs> so they At were least... prepared, you know. I'm sorry, but maybe the pod extra could be Jeff explaining nano puff technology, because I don't know what that is. Wait, you're from Michigan. Jeff, on your own, just record a TED Talk on nanopuff technology. Oh, please. And I please. will put that out as Patreon yeah. Extra. Okay. Puff Talk. Jerry, you used to live in Michigan. I, I, that is All a right. fact. So you used to have a coat, I'm sure, at one time that was a puffy uh, coat. Several. Look like the Michelin Man. Yes. <laughs> That's nanopuff technology. Oh. Hmm. So, you know, Welcome if, to it, my TED Talk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a winter friggin' coat. Right, exactly. Nano puff technology. Get the puff out of here, you puffiness. <laughs> but I remember when we moved here from Kansas City, and you know, we lived in northern climes before that, it's like we had nano puff technology that we brought down here. You brought it to the south? Yeah, when, when they went to the bus stop, our kids were prepared, okay? We're here, they shut down schools. Did they get picked on? Neighbor kids dropping dead left and <laughs> right. right. Jeff's right. kids <laughs> never missed a day. Nano puff. Hey, Nano Puff. Puff. <laughs> I think I Come know here. the title of this episode. <laughs>
Sorry, this story was good when you said they're one of the lucky ones that lost power. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, you had me right there. Well, they're yeah. not on the hook for $17,000 or whatever. Right. So you know what? That's and next point. thing you know, they're going to have a bring out your dead truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dead yet. I'm just flash frozen. When are you coming back? <laughs> So they have nanopuff technology, but no power in the in Austin. Austin. Occasionally right. liberal enclave of Austin. Right. It's it is the spot of blue surrounded yeah, by a sea yeah. of red. Joe Rogan lives there. Does he really? He lives there now. He just moved there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Austin still it's a college town. First of all, it's the state capital, and it is the spot of blue. Yeah, kind of like Atlanta. Is is there a town that's more blue than Austin in Texas? No, there is not. Okay. I don't think this would be like a demographic quiz of uh, Texas localities. I'll, I'll study up next time. Forget CPAC. I say we redo the intro with nanotechnology. <laughs> Nanopuff. Oh, nanopuff. Nanopuff. Yes. No, you're talking about how your your relatives were lucky because they lost power. Yeah. However, they were still cold. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Was that the, was that the end of the story? Oh shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, power's back on and they're going to be okay. But I mean, you know, they were well prepared because they they had actually blankets and warm articles of clothing to hunker down. So before you crap on people in the South and closing schools, that's actually probably my first humbling episode. You are full of shit. Well, as you probably know, probably not my first, but it was my first in Atlanta about the climate. Because when we got hit with a serious-ass blizzard, yep. I was like a bunch of snowflakes, even though we didn't say snowflakes back then. You bunch of wusses. I'm from Michigan. I grew up driving in the snow. Right. I right. go to work. I'm not yeah. going to be one of you, you know, what do you think, I'm some kind of pussy? I'm going to work. You know, northern guy. I'll, I'll show you how it's done. And I lived in a crappy uh, apartment in Buckhead. That was very hilly, and I struggled to get out of the parking lot because the incline of the the driveway was too steep. And I'm like, oh, this doesn't feel so good. And I had to go uphill, and my weathered northern ass couldn't drive on ice. No. And I was like, you know what? This is a real bad idea. I'm going to turn in, this time going down that same incline that's just as icy, and my car went sailing. And I was sideways past oh, my own bathroom man. window oh, and going, man. oh, my God, oh, I am going to crash. And you know what? The Lord was with me. And <laughs> Jesus truly, was your co-pilot? Truly, for the first time. Say, take the and, wheel, Jesus. And I was able to skid out and not smash somebody else's car. And realize wow. how arrogant and mm-hmm. stupid I yeah. was about because, like, yeah, you know what? I, I did drive in Michigan a lot. Michigan is flat as shit. Well, there's there that. Are, right. There are no hills. So, but you every, can everybody slow down. has like a paving contract, or not paving, but a plowing contract uh, where somebody comes through and plows your parking lot and the road right. and everything. Yeah. For sure. But it even, but it's still flat. Yes. And the great equalizer is an incline and ice. I don't care if you're driving F1. Yeah. You're not stopping you're not that car. Up there. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I realized better, better check yourself before yeah, but you the wreck other, your car. The other difference was, though, that, you know, because 
like the upper peninsula, not on the uh, the eastern end, but the western end, had some hills. But they had the equipment to deal with. In Wisconsin, northern Wisconsin, they had equipment to deal with it. They had, mm. the, you know, the snow plows. They had the sanding equipment. They had the salting equipment. I don't think rush hour is that big a deal in Escanaba, though, no. Jeff. Probably not. Probably, yeah. <laughs> the best part about Jerry's story was all the people from Georgia that were in their slippers and robe watching you out the window. What's a dumbass? Hot cocoa. <laughs> Look at this dumbass from Michigan. <laughs> Yeah. You think you're hot winter car guy yeah. now? Michigan plates on that fucking car. He's going Quite. somewhere. I'm sure I had a Michigan State sticker on it or oh, something. I'm sure you did, yeah. Which is like a big green and white thing yeah. that says, oh, yeah. dumbass. Dumbass. Like, honey, honey. No, no, come I, look. Come look. Some asshole from Michigan is going to try and make it out of here. Yeah. I can He's do that. Right, get your camera. Yeah. Like right oh, yeah. now, right Grab now, I would want. I'd, My phone's I'd almost dead. Grab your phone. It'd be a TikTok. <laughs> It'd be one of those wee TikToks oh, where you see yeah, yeah. wiping out. Yep. Oh, no, yeah. I'd be one of them. You're like that guy <laughs> in Nashville in the pickup truck going down the, the, the oh, road. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He just yeah. pulled out of the driveway right. and was fucked. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't yeah. realize he was curling with his own car. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and nobody was, was sweeping. But though, you know what? That like it, it was humbling, and it made me think of like, all the other times that I did that, like when we do it on the podcast, when because we want to talk about somebody dumb, we don't use our regular voices. <laughs> we talk <laughs> southern. That's like, right. Yes, you know, and it's like that's like that's uncool too. So people in Texas shouldn't have to pay your power bill. Absolutely not. Should the federal government? Nobody should have to pay that power bill. The, the fact that a power bill, I'm going to sum this up pretty quickly. The, you know, 40 minutes in, I can sum it up really quickly. <laughs> the, the fact that somebody's power, it should not be a fact that somebody's power bill can go up 700 and something percent in one month without warning. I'm going to run for state office and I'm going to say, I don't think you should have to have a mortgage for your February power bill. Vote for Jerry. You know, I, I could win. It's almost as if Zuckerberg was running the algorithm for this uh, equation. I, I do like the fact that you have completely turned on Facebook. Jeff, why do you sound a little like me? <laughs> we should tell the story. Oh, I thought we did. No, we recorded with Brad a, a week early. So we recorded. We didn't have a week off. We recorded with Brad. Then we had a week before we released. So it's been three weeks since we've recorded. And in those three weeks... Jeff has been spreading conspiracy theories on Facebook and has gotten his ass kicked off. I never spread nothing. But, but, by the way, by the way, this is not a podcast now, Jeff. It's an intervention. So. <laughs> it's a, ther a therapy session. Come on. We have, with our local atheist group that Jeff's, Jeff is the one that started uh, way back when, every month we have on the first Tuesday of the month, we used to do it uh, in person, and now we do it virtually, a deep dive where either somebody in the group takes on a particular subject and takes everybody on a deep dive on it, or we actually have somebody come in and, and give a presentation to us. Was it February? Was it February? Yeah, February, the, the meeting was going to be about yeah, yeah, conspiracy yeah, yeah. theories. And q &A. And Jeff posted and an event to the group to let everybody know what it was going to be about. And just the fact that those two words together. Oh, well, no, there's probably multiple words about conspiracy, Probably, QAnon, in your description of it. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, you mentioned QAnon and a few other things. You're without warning and without an, a, a chance recourse, to repeal, right. your entire was, profile right. was deleted. I was, I was 
dead. Dead. You were erased Facebook. from Facebook. You were canceled. Yeah, I was canceled. Cancel culture. Yep. 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 Well, and, and you know the thing is, okay, so you know my suspicion is it was tied to that action, because it was like shortly after that post that I went to go check it, and it's like, what? I'm not on Facebook anymore. Did you post any live porn or like burning crosses or anything like that between the time that you posted the words QAnon, conspiracy theory, and a bunch of other stuff like that, and the time that you got kicked off? Mm, Otherwise, no, that was that's it. Probably that was my it. last my last that, post. So yeah, that was it. I think I'm, I'm it, thinking that it, was it. That's, right. I'm going with it. Yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely a connection there. I would think, so, but you know, kind of sounds cons- conspiratorial to do that. But if if we would have bet. Who would be the first person canceled off of social media? I would not have bet on you. No. Absolutely. Well, I especially, you. you know, uh, for the last year, prior to a year, like a year ago, I was pretty active and posting a lot of stuff on there. But, you know, after... Yeah, the podcast discussion group would know about that. Yeah. But, I mean, af- after I got the COVIDs, <laughs> I kind of, I was I was off the Facebook pretty, pretty much. So the only only time I was active on it was like posting stuff for our group. Yeah, that for was the a, local that group. was about yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. So which is supposed to be a secret group. So Zuckerberg shouldn't have been creeping on that. Yeah, creeping in your DMs. What the hell is that? Yeah. yeah. But that just kind of shows you that you know whatever artificial intelligence they were using, whatever uh, whatever algorithm, it just it scans for those words and those phrases and. It did not pick up on the the fact that nobody looked at it because right. it wasn't not a like human, you said not a we're having thing. a QAnon meeting and we're discussing all our favorite conspiracy theories this Tuesday. Right. It was right. we're doing we're a talk deep about dive March fourth on the yes. problem of QAnon and the proliferation of conspiracy theories. Yeah, we're anti QAnon. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, and right. and still yeah. All right, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Meanwhile, her, on, yeah, her sign directly across from the trans flag, that's still up. And, and okay, she's still on Facebook. Arguably, Jeff, you, you almost said it like it would be a, and I didn't really post that much. And why would they get me? The, the reason why these people stay is because they're popular. They could cut you. Mm-hmm. They cut you in a heartbeat, and they did. How many friends did you have? Mm, over a thousand i don't remember yeah, a thousand. but if you're not posting a lot yeah. and you're not participatory right and you don't have right. an audience right they don't yeah. why would they save you yeah. they, they give you up any day of the week but alex jones they deplatformed him but then again not really and zuck stepped in and that's not even a conspiracy theory that's in my recommendation this week read the buzzfeed Mm-mm. article about it Uh-oh. um oh wait wait and oh oh it's the one that i sent today Zuckerberg stepped in personally and made sure that they didn't eliminate references to Alex Jones like they eliminated references to conspiracy theories that got you kicked off. Oh, wait, wait. So there's there's human intervention going on? Well, he intervened personally in the Alex Jones case. Oh. He went against what Facebook wanted to do. Mm. Personally mm. stepped in. Hmm. I can't believe he wouldn't do that for you, Jeff. I I, I, I can believe it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a valued. I'm, well, first of all, we're not customers anyway. No, you're the commodity. product, baby. We're a product. You're yep. the product. Wow. So that's interesting. Okay, so your favorite podcaster and seven of his fashy light friends are 
at a table right now, probably. Yep. yep. It, Kiss an ass at CPAC. At CPAC. The Atheist for Liberty. Jeff, how does that make you feel? Uh, <laughs> it makes me want to kind of push away from that label a little bit. I can't. At, like but... further than you normally do? or um... No, I, I still claim it, but I'm just saying that, you know. Atheist or Liberty? <laughs> or four? Is it the four you're against? <laughs> I'm just a transmigrated soul is all I am. (laughs) You know, we're all coming back as as some version of Greg Locke. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Oh. Uh, He's so small, they'd have to make two of them. Short and mouthy. (laughs) Otherwise, it'd be a lot left over. Which is, you know, like us. Yeah. Average height to slightly more than average and mouthy. (laughs) Sorry. But yeah. It, 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 It was, it is jarring. To see David Silverman that's his, in yeah. like a class picture and at see, CPAC. That's yeah. his re- reincarnation. So he, yep. he, he went from being a humanist to being an atheist for liberty, which is basically buying into the whole nationalist, and I dare I say white Christian nationalist. Jeff, it's you that's buying into it, your, your almighty wokeness. Yeah. I, I am woke. And, and that's, that's the only thing that they... In fact, one of the people in the picture, his his Twitter handle has like anti woke yeah. in it. Yeah. At anti wokeness or yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Right. Like, anti woke man or like, yeah. Like seriously, dude. Oh, geez. Yeah. So anytime I see, you know, somebody using the term woke, I just shut it down. It's like, you know, you don't even know what the fuck that means. Spoken like somebody who's like seriously ass woke. Drinking woke cola. So what is woke? What is woke? You know, to you and 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 me and Don, um, it it I don't I don't think it has a ton of meaning, Mm-mm. but obviously it's a slur. Yeah, it's or it's obvious to me that it's a slur for self-hating white people or something. Social justice warrior doesn't have the sting it used to have, so they had to come with something new. You know? Yeah, true. Yep. They're always messaging and branding, always. But yep. if they're all they're all anti woke. And they're passing out buttons at CPAC, and they're at the back of the room. <laughs> I know, you notice that? The they're at the back of the, the room. Back of the room. Are they really? No in the shit. Back? They put they put the atheist at the CPAC tweet. at the back. That was in the post. In yeah. the post on on that, uh, that was on uh, okay. Twitter. They, they, oh, they, it said oh, in the we're in the back. back of the room. Yeah. No shit. You went to CPAC, <laughs> and they said atheist. Atheist. Yeah, you're oh, in the yeah, back yeah. of the room. Wait, no, no. you're not a Christian yeah. nationalist? We've what only the hell got enough yeah. boost this year for half the room, but you're still all the way in the back of the room. You're like I want to, 800 feet from anybody. You know? They're giving out T-shirts to say I went to CPAC, and <laughs> they shoved my ass in the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't think it's great, but great for what? Uh, great for the for the brand the term atheist. No. Well, for sure, I, I, they're I mean, trying to own it. I mean, yeah. that's the, that's a problem with with the term is it's just a description of one particular, particular. point. Yeah, that that yeah, I'm I'm not a theist. That doesn't mean that it says nothing that, about your political affiliation. Right. Well, and and that's the thing is is like Silverman used to call himself a humanist. Yep. But so if you're humanist, I don't know if you'd be buying into the kind of garbage that's put out by by CPAC. He is one that has been, air quotes, been canceled. 
couple been, times. Yeah, yeah. But he's back, baby. Yeah. So you think that makes it, you, you think that's what 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 partially is driving it? I think I think that's what put him on that side. Yeah, absolutely. It's he thinks the mm. left is worse than the right. That that the toxic left is more toxic than the toxic right. Because he thinks he had a bad shake on his. Um... On more than one occasion, and we do not need to rehash. No, 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 no. Yeah, there's, there's. <laughs> but on more than one occasion, in his eyes, he feels that he has gotten the short end of the stick. Right. I think it's more than fair to say that. Yeah, and and so for that, yeah, you change your whole political, and you don't know if he changed anything. Yeah. Mm. Do you think that's he changed, or is that kind of where he always was, but he didn't really have to wear it on his on his sleeve like he does now, or that's wasn't able in, to wear it on his sleeve like right? That's an interesting now. question. Yeah. yeah, don't know. Actually, I don't know. So was he like a poser kind of thing when he when he was no, calling, not a poser, but you didn't you know like you didn't told the you company didn't talk line. about it. You, told right? the you don't line. have to you don't have to self identify. Yeah, you could identify as an atheist and just be an atheist. Like you're an atheist. Are you a blue atheist? Or are you one of those CPAC atheists? Well, and and you think about back in the day when he was president of American uh, atheists or whatever. Is like I don't think there was a, a a huge political tie at that point. It was just like he was just trying to promote people to give up on the idea of God. I don't think yeah, there was. He, he he would go on Fox and have right. talks about religion, not about politics necessarily. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he was often uh, a a guest on Fox. Yeah. Yeah. He went up against Bill Riley, O'Reilly. Yeah. And by the way, th- there was always. A certain part that we were like, yeah, yeah, get him, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you know? get and him. He, That's he our was guy. That's our guy taking some shots. The firebrand atheist up there, uh, right. up there at Fox, you know, ta- ta- no talking doubt. to the converted. And Talk you know, yeah, I would like to know though who funds the atheist for liberty. It's a good mm-hmm. question. There is a there is a meme, you know, a Twitter meme about the Federalist, which is that extremely oh, yeah. right wing paper out of D.C. Mm-hmm. And well, it's you know who funds well the Federalist. Because you don't yeah. know, because there is some billionaire behind it. Well, basically. probably many, probably many. Yeah. Well, Adelson, who funds atheists for liberty? Yeah. Like who funds them? Who's That's the money good... behind this, or is there any money behind it? We have to do some digging on that. Maybe that'll be the I next don't know. episode. If they're, if they're in the back of the room, they don't have a whole lot of financial clout, apparently. So maybe it's baby a steps. Yeah. Jeff, they're playing the long game, man. What's what's a long game? You, you all those books that you talked about with the Koch brothers seeding all these groups and seeding you know local elections and playing the long game where you would lose and lose and lose and then eventually you'd start winning mm. and all of a sudden you control friggin' everything. Yeah, they could be they, slowly pulling some people absolutely their direction. Yeah, playing 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 the long game in it for the long haul, definitely. Mm. Yeah, they're good at could've that. End, could have ended not. the podcast on another negative note. <laughs> you kind of alluded somewhat to your recommendation earlier. Go ahead and... Who? Who did? Jerry did. Oh, yeah, yeah. You should read the article on Facebook and how Zuckerberg personally intervened to basically save Alex Jones on okay. Facebook. And what um, was this on again, you said? BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed, okay. And who does a, a lot of good 
reporting in that space. On a slightly lighter note, okay. you should watch a series on Netflix called To the Lake. To the Lake? To the Lake, which was shot pre-pandemic, Uh-oh. but it is about a runaway virus. Um, oh, geez. But set, but set in Russia. So it is half, what's the, uh, what was a pandemic movie that was uh, a few years ago? There was a pandemic movie a few yeah, years ago? Outbreak? Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. a long time ago. Dustin Hoffman, Outbreak? How long ago was no. that? 20 years ago? No. At least 20 years ago. No, I no. thought there was one more recent say, than that. I so, I will ju- so I'll just say that pandemic movie, whenever it was. I thought Jennifer Garner was in it, but um, it's that. It was shot before the, the, before the actual pandemic, so they didn't really know it was coming. So it's a mix of that and kind of The Walking Dead, and it's good performances, keeps you on the edge of your seat. Nobody is really, you know, there's not like cartoonish, you're really bad and you're really good. It exposes everybody's like worst qualities. It's excellent. And for kind of a trippy transmigration of souls <laughs> type. <laughs> and, and, and legit, though. Putting a bow on it, son. It's from uh, Denmark. It's called Equinox. And there's a lot of kind of pagan theology and a little bit of horror. And it's only six episodes. Um, they're all under an hour. I was definitely entertained. Okay. A little trippy, but it was good. Cool. I binged it. What was what, it called? Uh, Equinox. Equinox, okay. And is this something Netflix. you would watch late night, or is that not real relaxing for... Uh... Oh, that might be how you watch TV. I'm not sure. But now that you mention it, I don't think I watch too many of them late night. Because it gave you... Uh, good point. Yeah. You want to give your mind some processing time. There you go. What book you reading, Jeff? Uh, I'm still slogging through the Kevin Cruz book called Fault Lines. Um, it's kind of the history. Yeah, his earlier book kind of was from the FDR days up to. I remember you talking about it three weeks ago. Yeah, like like <laughs> Truman Nixon kind of thing, and so this is like Nixon forward. Okay, but slogging through. Yeah, that's a good recommendation. Mm-hmm. That'll move some paper. Okay. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't use that word, but I mean, it, it's kind of one of these well, things. Well, no, if it's honest. But it, it's one of these kind of things where you have to kind of set it down to soak it in. It's like, uh, okay. damn, yeah, I no. didn't realize that Clinton was this shitty of a Democrat president kind of thing. It's like, you know, because you always have, you know, when you look back on history, you kind of, you know, lift people up and it's like he was like he was a great president. But it's like, no, he did a lot of stuff that was really antithetical to the Democratic movement. A lot. Uh, yeah. And, and but but you know what? But he, he was our guy. I, I know. He was and, our and to guy. this day, we kind of go to him as like he was, you know, he was a great president. It's like, mm. Maybe, maybe. Oh no, he, he he's a he definitely a huge improvement over Bush, a huge improvement over Bush, over Bush. one. You're talking about, yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah, but yeah. unfortunately, the right wing media machine got cranking during the Clinton years. That's when it got. That's when it really got bad. No, but he did it to himself too. I mean, his policies were were kind of going back against. They didn't care. They, they didn't care about those policies. 
all they wanted to do, they they knew he was a horn dog and they wanted to get him yep and they did well no but but i'm saying that even even that aside is like would i vote for him today no hell no like how you wouldn't compared to like how you wouldn't depends on who he's running against no doubt anyway what i'm saying is is the history <laughs> He's not all that great, is what you're saying. He's not all that great. Right. And by really? the way, I, I I don't disagree. But to say that you would not vote for him, come the fuck you on. Would, you, you would. <laughs> well, you would. Donald right. Trump or Bill Clinton. Right. You would prefer not to have to Mitch vote for Mitch McConnell him. or Bill Clinton. <laughs> Matt Gates oh, or Bill uh, yeah, Clinton. I know. Yeah. Every, Liz everything. Liz Cheney in... or Bill Clinton. Can I? Brian, do I need to go Brian on? Brian Kemp. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Brian Kemp, Kelly yeah. Luffler, yeah. David uh, Perdue. But the point is, is, <laughs> is like the Democrat Party has like been its own worst enemy <sighs> because they forgot about what they were about. No, they didn't. They were always about that. No, Johnson was not. He was. He was probably our best last Democrat president. Oh. Ooh. Oh, you just. Hmm. Uh, Hmm. Interesting. All I did was ask you what fucking book you were reading. No well, doubt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean that's that's the value in this book is like this is this is stuff that you kind of so that yeah. so it is a good recommendation. You're slogging through it, but it's a good slog. But yeah, and, yeah. And, and, it's uh, but now slog. I want to know what you think of Jimmy Carter. Yeah, because <laughs> you, apparently Jimmy Carter. For, for everything you like about him, he was he, he was sucked. Like, but uh, now, yep. one thing I'll say about Jimmy Carter: he may not have been the best president we ever had, but he's absolutely, without a doubt, the best ex-president we've ever had. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, right. That's like a much easier job after leaving office than he ever did in office. Right. Yeah. And but and he, been an ambassador, you know, worldwide. So, yeah. but with Carter, you have to understand too the economy that he was dealt. I mean, it was a whole, yeah. you know, the gas lines and all that kind of stuff. And that's the thing that's kind of interesting about the book too is it kind of brings you back to it's like, oh yeah, I do remember gas lines. I do remember people Even siphoning. Well, not just that, but I worked at an auto parts store where we sold these siphoning tubes. And it's like, you know, that, and then. I uh, bet the, you sold the shit out of some siphoning tubes. And, and then we sold a lot of. <laughs> during the gas crisis. You sold siphoning tubes during the gas crisis. You There's a big crack <laughs> epidemic. I made a shit ton of glass pipes, yo. Yes. Oh. But, oh, but what are you we, making on the vaccine, you fucking vampire? Right. <laughs> but we also sold locking gas caps. <laughs> Right, you're gonna oh, be right. You were both sell. sides of the street. I'm Thank sure. You. I'm Thank sure you. you were. You capitalist. <laughs> I love it. Hey Jeff, what do you really think of a sixteen thousand dollar utility bill? <laughs> hey, and and let me just say, you There's own a utility sides. company. <laughs> yes. Well, anyway, all that to say is is like it's oh like a trip back, and is like I should have been paying more attention back in the day, but I wasn't. There we are. There's my recommendation. All right. And Don? I got two. First one, there's a movie coming out this Saturday called Nobody. And if you haven't heard about it, the best way I can kind of wrap it up is, you know who Bob Odenkirk is, right? Better Call Saul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Um, do. mm -hmm. Breaking Bad. Picture him in John Wick. And that's the movie Nobody. 
and it, it comes out this Saturday. And, and I've looked everywhere, and everywhere I see, all it says is it's going to be in theaters. What is that? I've never heard of these theaters. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's going to be in a theater this Saturday. All the theaters around here that I know a of are theater. fucking closed and boarded up. So a everywhere theater. I look, a theater, but. But there's so much bullshit on the internet that, like, literally it says, oh, no, it's going to be on HBO Max because, and I'll say the wrong one, but which one is it that everything they release this year is going to be released also at at HBO Max? HBO but that, Max. But that is not the, the studio that made this movie. It's, it's a different studio. So I don't know what streaming service it's going to be on, where it's going to be available, how you're going to be able to see it, but it... Bob Odenkirk is in a movie that comes out this Saturday called Nobody, and it it looks ridiculously amazing. Yeah, I can, mm. I've been waiting since about December to see this movie when I first saw the trailer for it. It looks really, really good. Okay, that's a good that's a good recommendation. I definitely look into that. All right, but it does it does kind of call to my attention that as shitty as cable bundles could be. This new era of 74 things yeah. that you could subscribe to. Yep. And, 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 and by the way, not only... And you're you halfway through the office the, and it just moved to another one. And you're like, great. fuck, I'm on season four. Right. You know? But yeah. that, that and just as simple as you used to be able to turn... And, and I, I sound like the old ass curmudgeon that I'm becoming. <laughs> but you'd turn on the TV and the TV would turn on. Yeah. Instantly, yeah. Like you yeah. didn't have to warm up. Nope. You didn't need the little see see a little percentage meter, you know, circling in yep. the middle of your TV. Yep. And then pick your profile. And then after you pick your profile, then you go to the list <laughs> and like, like goddamn, I just want to watch the Atlanta United game. Yeah. <laughs> what channel is it on? Right. And it makes you sound like. Like, what's a TikTok? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am but, I kicking or am I talking? Which one I, am I, I doing I'm, right now? I, uh. I'm not sure. That you know what? That sounds exactly like the Geico commercials about not turning into your parents. You're not ticking or talking. It's TikTok. <laughs> this so is perfect because my second recommendation is on Netflix. All right, so <laughs> where's but, your clicker? Where's your clicker yeah, where's for your the clicker? Netflix? And the Netflix. It's. It's it's called Crime Scene: The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. Have y'all heard of this? Mm-mm. Okay, it is. That's a, the other thing is everybody gets a different fucking Netflix. Yeah, I know. Turn on the channel. Right. You know what's on Fox Sports? We all know because we're all watching the same thing. Watching the same. But your but, Netflix? But no, 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 no. No, there's Fox Sports the South. Mind. There's Fox Sports Southeast. There's Fox Sports Northeast. There's Fox Sports <laughs> Midwest. There's Fox. Yeah, there, so don't even start. But anyway. It's about a girl that that checked into the Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles in the middle of Skid Row in 2013 and disappeared. It's become viral on the Internet. It's huge. This is a four-part documentary series about the whole story. Two of the executive producers are Ron Howard and Brian Grazer. So there you go. Those are some Hollywood Hollywood heavy hitters. So, but, but very good. Now... I, I need to. I do not want to. I do not want to give any spoilers, but I need to preface this because it is extremely tough. And I'm just being honest. It's extremely tough to get through the second and third episodes without holy fuck at the TV a couple of times because they start to get into 
again, I don't want to get too, I don't want to do spoilers, but let me just say this. As frustrating as anybody that listens to this podcast, as frustrating as watching the second and the third episode will be to you, the fourth episode is more satisfying than those are frustrating. They tie it up very nicely. Let me, let me just say that. The first hour kind of lays it out. The second and third, it kind of it goes into like internet sluice where people thought that they could somehow do a better job than the, than the Los Angeles robbery homicide division and the coroner's department. And, you know, and, but we watched the video, you know, a thousand times and, you know, that kind of thing. So when you watch it, kind of keep in mind, especially it, during the fourth episode, QAnon. And it's not just about this, but it, it, it kind of takes conspiracy theories in general and, and puts a nice little, little cherry on top for you. So absolutely worth it but you will be you will cuss me during the second and third hours of it and and i i take them all that's what the 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 old newspaper blurb would say yeah it would say you will cuss me mm-hmm. by the third episode done good, good <laughs> recommendation but yeah and thanks but, for listening everyone hey we'll see y'all in two weeks Someone in the party and the devil is my friend and the devil is my